the Public News Service Show Newscast, January the 25th, 2023. I'm Mike. We head first to Massachusetts, where advocates for higher education in the Commonwealth will gather today to collaborate on how to use revenue generated by the Fair Share Amendment now that it's officially been signed into law. Voters approved the creation of a surtax on million-dollar incomes to help pay for public education, but lawmakers must still guarantee that's how the money will be used. Femi Stoltz, Massachusetts Policy Director for You Aspire, says she hopes the funding will help lower costs for tuition and fees at state colleges, which have increased nearly 60% in the past two decades. This new funding revenue hopefully gives us the chance to kind of be innovative, think outside the box, and consider different ways to better serve students. Stoltz says the cost of public college has risen faster here than in any other state, while the average student borrower in Massachusetts is burdened with nearly $32,000 in federal student loans. I'm Catherine Carley reporting. And some big changes are already underway for Medicare participation that started at the beginning of this month due to historic legislation. Our Daniel Smith has details from the Peach State. More than 1.8 million Georgians who are Medicare enrollees will see lower cost premiums and deductibles and can save money on some prescription drugs. Leah Purvis with AARP Public Policy Institute describes just a few of the changes. The first is that recommended vaccines will now be free for Medicare beneficiaries. The second is that insulin costs will now be limited to $35 per month for people who are in Medicare prescription drug plans. And the third is that drug companies are now going to be penalized for increasing their prices faster than the rate of inflation. She explains Medicare Part B premiums are deducted from people's monthly Social Security payments. Since this year's Social Security Cost of Living Adjustment, or COLA, increased benefits by 8.7%, she says people who are already enrolled in both programs will see more money in their pockets each month. Medicare will add more drugs every year. Folks could see as many as 60 prescription drugs with negotiated prices by the year 2030. The Biden administration now plans to send M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine, U.S. officials said Tuesday, and what would be a major step in arming Kiev as it tries to seize back its territory from Russia. That from the New York Times. The Times reports the White House expected to announce the decision as early as Wednesday. One official said the number of Abrams tanks could be between 30 and 50. This is Public News Service. The state of Maryland ranks five in the nation on the new report on green building in the United States. The U.S. Green Building Council released its annual rankings of states who are green building leaders, and Maryland has moved up two spots over last year. The report is based on the number of LEED-certified projects underway in the state. 2022 saw 80 such building projects in Maryland, representing over 14 million square feet. LEED stands for Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design, and Rhiannon Jacobson with the Green Building Council says LEED certification covers a number of elements. When you think about a lead building, it is going to be covering everything from the air quality of the building itself, the amount of energy and water that it's using, to the amount of waste it's creating. She says lead certified buildings generally use 30% less energy than non-certified buildings. Brett Pivatoa reporting. The LEED system is the world's most commonly used green building certification program. 
And the North Carolina Institute of Medicine is making new recommendations to improve health care in the state. Our Mark Moran reports the focus is on expanding health care capacity, fostering healthy communities, and increasing local collaboration. A task force investigated the health care system's strengths and challenges and has developed a vision for the future of health care in the state. One challenge is that North Carolina's per capita funding for public health has decreased by 30% in the past decade. So Project Director Brianne Lida McDonald says making the recommendations reality will come down to dollars and cents. We are actually fairly low in the per capita funding for uh, local public health when we look at the rest of the country. Right now we're at $76 per capita in North Carolina. She compares that to the national average of $116. The group also recommends finding ways to make funding sustainable and flexible depending on the needs of each community. Finally, Eric Tadoff lets us know lawmakers in Olympia have introduced a host of measures to address one of the biggest issues facing Washingtonians rising health care costs. A survey from November found more than four out of five people in the state worry about being able to afford health care in the future. Head of the Patient Coalition of Washington, Jim Freeberg, says increasing costs affect the health decisions people make. It's people that can't afford their medications, and so they skip doses or they delay care just because they're so scared about getting the bill. We just see instances like this all the time. Measures introduced this session would tackle costs on a number of fronts. They include bills that would combat the increasing number of health system mergers. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service. We are member and listener supported. Here are some interesting radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.